The Secrets of Technology is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Technology. Hi, I'm Dom Bettinelli, and you're listening to The Secrets of Technology, where we discuss the technology news that's important to you from a uniquely Catholic point of view. And joining me today on the panel are Jack Barazzini. Hi, Jack. Hey, Dom. How's it going? Very well, thanks. And Thomas Inerho. Hey, Thomas. It's good to be here. So the summer's over, fall is here, time for lots of tech news, <laughs> finally, <laughs> to, to have a lot of tech news on the discussion docket. And, of course, Apple had their announcements this week, and we're going to talk about what they announced. And then we'll, there's some other news, too, some big news, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that uh, in a bit. But first, I want to talk about the Apple announcements. And this is not the the last we're going to hear from Apple this fall, I think. Uh, we They didn't say anything about the iPhone. They didn't say anything about the Apple Silicon Max or anything else that they've promised that, that I think there's probably going to be at least two and maybe three more announcements this fall and into the winter. Uh, but uh, so but this time it was just for hardware, Apple Watch and iPad. Um, what did you guys think about the hardware announcements? It seemed like an incremental update more than anything. Yeah. 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 It wasn't anything really super flashy, which is. That's that's been them lately, though. I think they're still kind of taking a break after, you know, Steve Jobs passed and for the past well, several years, it's sort of yeah, right, it's been sort of chill. <laughs> well, we haven't had a had like a, a another revolutionary product. Everything's been incremental, a little better every year. Faster CPUs, another sensor in the and uh, the watch, you know, that sort of thing. But no groundbreaking iPhones or watches or iPads. I do like how they uh, made a big deal out of their seamless watch band they have. Like that was a new thing that no one had ever done before. Are they going to patent it? Now that's the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, I was looking at it online, like you've got to measure your wrist first because it's because it's seamless. It has it has to be a certain size like to, to start with. And so you have to measure your wrist and, and order based on your wrist width and it's like oh my gosh that sounds like such a hassle like if if there were if we could go into stores if that was a world we lived in now we could go you could just go in and try it on oh this is the one i want but we can't do that anymore so now yeah. we have to download a piece of paper and cut it out and measure our wrist <laughs> well and then, yeah. and then there's the question like when you measure your wrist it's it's one thing to measure your wrist but then is it going to be comfortable? Because there's a difference between well this yep. is the size of my wrist and well this is what feels comfortable with the watch attached to it Right, right. Yeah, and they make it make sure it's it's snug but not tight. I'm like, okay, what does like that mean? <laughs> there's gonna be so many people who just get it wrong, and it's gonna it's not gonna fit right. Yeah, uh, I do kind of like the look of the braided one. I do kind of mm -hmm. like that, but uh, I'll stick with my ten dollar Amazon specials. But uh... <laughs> well, I, I like the I like the fact that that you can change the band if you want to and yeah. that was the, that was something that always bothered me about my fitbits was they had these um they had stuff in the band that i was allergic to and it would always you know it'd be fine wearing it around the house but then when i would go run which is the entire point of having a fitbit right right uh, i would sweat and then it would irritate my skin and so i'd have to take it off and 
have this rash for the next day that I was trying to fix. <laughs> you know, right. So I, I like the fact that you can change it if you want to, and, and easily. It's yeah, a pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty. Uh, cool system that they've developed better than like the watch changing watch bands in the past. Sometimes you take it to a jeweler and be done with it. I mean, it just was such a hassle. (laughs) Now it's fairly easy to do. Um, I, I do have to say though, Apple watch bands are way overpriced. Like the new band (laughs) is a hundred bucks for for this thing. I I mean, it's, I don't know. Bring yourself some paracord (laughs) (laughs) dollar store paracord, bring yourself some paracord strap it on well though <laughs> no, that's the thing is you can you can buy the special lugs that connect uh, bands to your to, to the to watch like you can, so you can basically use any watch band if you got those mm-hmm. little lugs or there are paracord uh watch apple watch bands on amazon again for like 10 bucks so right. yeah anyway <laughs> we'll move on from that uh so they announced an apple watch series 6 starts at 400 bucks they also announced an apple watch se which starts at two seventy nine, uh, which is apparently intended for kids, so or people who just don't want as much from their watch. It one of the things I noticed it doesn't have is the ECG, it, so it has fewer of the of the sensors and that sort of stuff. Um, and then they still sell the Series Three for one ninety nine. It's just like what they do when they sell like the iPhone Seven when they still have the iPhone Eleven out. You know that for was it iPhone Eight now when they have the iPhone Eleven out. You know they they keep one old model on hand so they can sell it really cheap and and that's what they're doing so that's the watch um and we'll talk about the other aspects there's there's a couple other aspects i think that might be really interesting to our audience but uh we'll come back to those uh one thing they they announced is that they're they're not going to put a charger in the box for the environment um they're going (laughs) it'll save the equivalent of fifty thousand cars on the road fifty thousand cars on the road a day Oh, ever like like it's just it's a, yeah. it just sounds big and fancy. It's a meaningless metric. <laughs> yeah, well, and then and then honestly, I, I, if they're moving away from proprietary chargers, right? That's the thing that's going to save the environment because the proprietary chargers are really where all the costs. You know, it's like right. when I have to go out and buy a, a charger for my wife because she lost hers, and then I have to go out and buy a charger for myself. Whereas we could just have one yes. that we could trade off. You know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I get the idea. Like, the idea is that everybody's got not just one charger. People, everyone's got like a hundred charges now. I mean, I've got mm-hmm. charges flowing out of a box. You know, I don't need any more charges. So just say that. Just say we're you know we're saving money by not shipping these out, and you don't need another one probably because you've got a half a dozen in your house right now. So we're not going to you know send them. We're not going to put them in the box. But hey, if you need one, just tell us. We'll throw one in. You know, just do something like that. I would respect that. This whole, you know, it's for the environment, angelic. You know, uh, we're so aren't we so awesome? Are we brave for doing this for the environment? I'm like, blah, <laughs> just stop. Yeah, it costs them nothing to make those at this point. Right, right. It's it's just I don't know. It's just it was silly. I was I, so I just had to I had to make fun of them for that. Uh, <laughs> the other hardware they announced was some updates to their iPads. The 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 base version, the iPad eighth generation now it's got a faster cpu same price same old version of the pencil that plugs into the side and juts out at at a 90 degree angle does uh, does the pencil actually have pressure sensitivity yeah yeah the original pencil oh, okay. had, right. did yeah. okay i didn't know if it did that's I, that was the thing that i was I, i've always been confused about that and i really wouldn't yeah. want a stylus that's just you know like right. super expensive stylus for your 
everything. Yeah, you can so actually use it to draw and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's good. The the big difference is is the way it charges. So like the new pencil, it magnetically attaches to the top, which is better. It doesn't stick out of the side of the only port, so you can't charge the iPad and your pencil at the same time. Um, and you lose the cap because that's a pain in the neck. Because I I got I had to buy something off of Amazon to keep the cap connected to the to the pencil. And then uh, the other thing about it is uh, the new pencil. You can, it has um you can tap the side of it and activate a function. And you get oh, okay. it, you can usually determine what the function is. I I use it for a switch to erase, which is kind of very handy. Yeah, that's uh, not half bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. So the so, but this still uses the old pencil. Uh, it's got a, a slightly faster CPU. CPU. It's basically this is the entry level. We've updated a little. Same price. So mm-hmm. boom. This here you go. If you need a, an iPad, this is this is the the basic iPad. And then the iPad Air is interesting because a couple things. It's got a new CPU, which which now makes it faster than the iPad Pro, which is interesting. Uh, so that makes, do I get a Pro or a Air? A more, much more interesting dis- uh, decision. My guess is there's a faster Pro coming, so that, yeah. that will, that will yeah. change. <laughs> uh, they've switched it to USB-C from Lightning, which the Pros have had, and Touch ID in the top button. So no, So the iPad Air previous generation had Touch ID. It wasn't Face ID. It had Touch ID in the button on the face of the screen. There's no more button on the face of the iPad. The Pros did not have a button. They use Face ID. But this uses Touch ID in the top button, like what we what we call the power button. It's actually just a sleep-wake button. Mm. And that makes me think, huh, given everyone has to wear a mask these days, maybe they're putting Touch ID in the button on an iPhone. That would, that be, would be nice. Yeah, I would imagine they have to at this point because, you know, having to take your mask off to unlock your phone. Yeah, yeah. having to type your password, especially right. if you <laughs> use good password practices, it's a pain <laughs> in the neck. And I'm like, I'm so like, I'm at the cashier. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I and they've, they've eliminated the, the, the number uh, sign in, right? Well, no, or is you, that still an option? You, you can, can do still do it. Oh, okay. You can yeah. still do it. In fact, what you can do is um, you can set it to alphanumeric and then just do, do just numbers, which makes it more secure than because when someone's trying to hack it, they know that the combination could be uh, any letter or number even if you've just got numbers. So you could still do a number code mm, uh, if you true. want that's to. That's a good point. And then, US, like I think I mentioned USB-C and a bunch of colors, which who cares? But <laughs> I mean, I suppose people care. So I, I, I don't care about colors. But so, eh, what do you, I mean, eh. it's, it's a nice design and it looks like um, based on the rumors for the new iPhone, that's going to be the same kind of design they're using for the iPhone, like that all aluminum back instead of the glass back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of go back to the iPhone five, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm interested to see that there's nothing folding on here. Like folding seems to be the big thing right now, yeah. and so uh, Apple's decided, nope, we're not doing folding. You not guys yet. go ahead and do folding. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do it yet. <laughs> I think, I think because f- the folding stuff I've seen out there, the Samsung, the Microsoft, the others, they're okay. They're still not. They're great. really not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, I don't think Apple's going to do anything folding until it until it can wow you, until you see mm-hmm. it and you go, oh, I have to have that. Because yeah. they only do that, right? 
Yeah, that's they haven't true. done anything curved yet either, which a lot of companies mm. have. Like Samsung has had the curved screen phones for years, and Apple still hasn't done that because Around the edge. it's yeah. it's a cool technology, but it doesn't really have any utility right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I would like to see. I would like to see the clear see-through device. That's that's the like one that Apple pants. needs to shoot for. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Every science fiction series has see-through whatever. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll see that. We'll see that. So to speak, maybe we we won't see that someday. <laughs> um, actually, I I what I want is I, I want to go all the way back to uh, what was that Gene Roddenberry series ages ago? I think I've talked about it before, where it's a tube and you pull the screen out from the side, like like sort of like the old uh, film projector screens, where you you pull oh, it neat. down, so you pull mm-hmm. the screen out from the side, and so it's a screen, it's a flexible screen, and it and folds you get, like, up a again. scroll case. Yeah, and it's just you hold like this this. <laughs> round thing in your hand and you pull it out you know, i don't know be a town like crier. A space wizard yeah. <laughs> yes yes hear ye hear ye uh so that's the hardware i want to talk about i think what's most interesting for our audience is two things the for, first let's talk about family setup this i saw this i said wow this could be very interesting so what is it it lets you set up uh, uh, apple watch either the SE or the Series 6. I'm pretty sure it will only work with the new watches, which is me. Um, I kind of was like, oh, I could reuse my old watch for this, but no. Um, it will let you set up a watch independent of a phone, of an iPhone, so that you can give your kid the watch and it will have a, a bunch of functions that you can oversee. For example, if you give them one of the watches with a cell, cellular connection in it, they can make phone calls to a limited set number of contacts that you determine. And that could eliminate the need to get your kid a phone. That's one of the things that's always bugged me is is that that need that, you know, I have a 14 year old and we're kind of at that point where she goes and does things. Does she need a phone? Like she has, she has one of my old phones that has, doesn't have service and she does have some Mm -hmm. apps on it. And I'm like, should we get a phone with service? This would eliminate that whole concern. And you're not giving them a computer with access to everything. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just a watch that only calls or texts the people that you set it up to do. And it has GPS, so you can do Find My with it. It will do alerts if they go, you know, when they arrive at a certain place, it will tell you. Um, And then it's got some school related functions, like you can put it in school mode and I, they they very specifically said so that a parent or teacher can see at a glance if the f- watch is still in school mode and thus you can tell whether they're actually supposed to be working or not. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. So, and, and oh, the other thing it does is you can put cash on it so they can you can transfer money to Apple Pay on the watch and then they can use it to make purchases and stuff like that. If the place accepts Apple Page. Which, which, frankly, I mean, nowadays, <laughs> most places do now. Almost, but... <laughs> almost every place I go to does. So, yeah. Uh, so, it's what do you think? Across the board. Yeah. What do you think of this? I think it's a cool idea. I don't know how many people are going to use it. I feel like the people who are going to be buying their kids a iWatch are probably going to be getting them an iPhone, yeah. or they'll already yeah. have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm that I'm considering. Like, uh, um, like you're saying, we have a 15 year old who's kind of going places now. She's interested in being able to communicate with her friends. She has a little bit more independence than her younger siblings. Uh, it, it's actually having experienced uh, Google's version of the family setup for some of our devices. I like it. I think it's a really comfortable idea. Uh, 
it fits what I want her to be able to do with uh with a device like this and it limits a lot of the 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 problems that you're having you know where there there is an internet accessible device right. uh, that you know the the siblings can pick up because she's wearing it on her wrist you know that's so it's kind of a an always with her kind of thing and when you look at the expense like oh but you know you're spending like how much is the let me see let's see this uh cellular you're spending $329 on this mm-hmm. watch well, okay, uh, an iPhone is a lot more, so there's that. Yeah. But uh, what? How much is an additional phone on your phone plan? It's more than the ten bucks, which is what it's this usually is. Usually, like thirty or forty, all yeah. said and done, if you're when you're paying for the phone and the additional data and everything. Right, right. This is an extra ten bucks a month, so you're kind of saving it on the other end, you know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I've got I got five kids, Thomas. You got. What uh, what do you have to now? Eight. Eight, Eight yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not going to get the baby a phone, a watch, or a phone, but right. but you know, you, this is for a for a certain demographic. It's it's a very interesting idea. The, is the, what's the demographic of people who can afford these devices for their kids, but aren't the just going to throw a phone at them? That's 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 the demographic mm-hmm. that this is for. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think the school mode thing is probably the thing that's going to push it over that edge for a lot of people because uh, you know I know at our school we don't allow the kids to have phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very strict about the the smart devices like the watches and things like that. But this kind of thing might be something that we would allow as long as you could see that it was visibly in that mode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like you, you wouldn't have to make them take it off, and it's it's a a very granular do not disturb mode essentially, right? Uh, where they where they won't get messages and they won't be able to send messages and that sort of thing. So yeah, that's that that is very interesting. Um, I wonder if you could if you'll be able to set it by location so that when they're at school, but during these hours, it's in a do not disturb mode. Maybe mm. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Or that there's an override, you know, they can override it if they need to. Right. Like, for whatever reason. Or whatever. Right. And it's a lot harder to lose something that's strapped to your wrist than it is a phone <laughs> and in your pocket. Or drop it. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, have your brother step on so. it. Yeah. That's the, you don't have to yes, worry about the big, big seller. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm a paranoid dad. I'm like, what if she's kidnapped and so and takes her phone from her? You know, because. <laughs> In, when I was a kid, no one had phones, but, you know, it's just it's what you think about now, you know, uh, but with the watch, you know, it's I don't know. All right. So so family set up. It's very interesting. I'd like to see more. Wait, wait till, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of reserving judgment till it comes out and we can actually see some people in, have it in use and that sort of thing. I, I will say it's really interesting to watch the way that dif- the ways that different companies handle the family mm-hmm. setup. So, you know, we have a Nintendo Switch and I have the Nintendo parenting device on my phone. Very different approach than the uh Google family uh setup. Uh but I can I can see why they've done it the way they have, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, because there's no controls. I can't say my kids only play like it's a, it's an all or nothing. Like I can't right go well this kid's older so he gets a little more time or anything like that it's a they can't play more than this amount of time for all of them like so yes. there's one hour of play for the whole day and it's like well that kind of stinks <laughs> you know, right. i don't want to limit them all to one hour a day together uh so, yep. but then you know with the family uh for google it was very granular like you could do each individual kid so i'd really like to see what the interface is like on this uh and what you know what kind of options they're offering to parents per kid given given apple's screen time 
preferences. Mm-hmm. I've been struggling with that because we have an iPad that they all share. And I have it set up to no more than an hour of game per day. I had it at 30 minutes. That was driving me nuts because they each get, after they've completed their schoolwork, they get 20 minutes on the iPad and they want to play the games. And this there's five of them. So that's more than an hour. And mm-hmm. so it was like, at a ha- like I had it set to a half hour and then a half hour go by and then I'd get, I'd be getting interrupted, which this is actually pretty good. I get an interruption. And it says, uh, can I have it just under my son's name? Because that's just, you have to have somebody's name on it. It can mm-hmm. Benedict's iPad do, uh, play sneaky Sasquatch. Uh, okay, will you approve? I'm like, oh, okay, 15 minutes, boom. And then 15 minutes go by and it's like, uh, they want to play Frogger. Wait, Who's who's on the iPad now? Is your <laughs> right. turn over? And it's just like I just wanted to have like let, instead of, it's fifteen minutes an hour all day. You know, it's like mm-hmm. let me say twenty minutes, boom, just let twenty minutes and then the device shuts off. Like just like do that. I wish I could do that. I can't. But so or something that people have been asking for for iPads from the beginning, which is multiple users. Yeah, right. one person. That's, logs I think out. that's really thing. what they need to put on. That's there. what would be the, the thing. Well, that's, and that's what would this would help kind of start that conversation because if you got I mean, you've got a family, you may have more than just one kid. Maybe you need multiple yeah. users and the ability to kind of have them sign out as themselves and somebody else sign in and right. get their time. Right. Yeah, that would be. I don't think people at Apple have like more than two kids, and they all and they all get free <laughs> stuff anyway. They all get free iPads, so yeah, they're not thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> they need a focus group with us uh, people with lots of kids, right? <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about Apple One, and in the and I'll, I'll bring up Fitness Plus with that because uh, uh, I don't know if you look at me, I'm not a Fitness Plus customer, but uh, maybe I should be. <laughs> but uh, so Apple One is the subscription bundle. And this is, I've been hearing a lot of talk about this. People have been predicting this. And I got to say, they came in about the right prices for this. I've done the math. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, there's an individual plan, there's a family plan, and then something they call Premier. All of the plans have iCloud storage, Apple Music, TV, Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and then different amounts of iCloud. So individual gets 50 gigabytes of iCloud. The family plan gets 200 that can be shared with five people and the premiere gets two terabytes plus news plus and fitness plus. Uh, and that can be shared with five people. So I was looking at what I'm spending. So I because well, because of who I am and because I have a bunch of devices, I've been on the two terabyte iCloud plan for a while. I've got a bunch of iCloud, you know, the iPhoto photos and backups and all this sort of stuff. And it was, Jump! You jump from fifty gig, from two hundred gigabytes to two terabytes. If I could have done a a, two, a one terabyte, I would have, but there wasn't. Uh, so mm. that's ten bucks a month. Um, Apple Music Family Plan that's fifteen a month. Right there, it's twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean that you know I'm within five dollars of the premiere right there. So um, Apple Arcade that's another five bucks, and that puts me right at the number. Apple TV Plus. Well, I've had that for free. For the year because I had a bought a, a new iPhone last year. So I got it for free. Who knows if they're still going to like do the, if you buy an Apple device, you get it for free for a year. But you know, if they don't, I'm still, I'm either saving five bucks or as a, what I get today, scratch, you know, I'm at, at even. And then for nothing, I get, I can throw in news plus and fitness plus. And frankly, news plus never really attracted me all that much. Um, it, 
all the magazines basically get magazines and access to some extra news content. It was never enough to really pull me in. And mm-hmm. um, Fitness Plus, which looks interesting, I suppose. <laughs> um, maybe it maybe work, I'll start. Doesn't using work it. with your Apple Watch, though. See, there you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to tie it together with your Apple Watch, and you're good to go. It works with Apple Watch <laughs> and Apple TV and your iPad and yeah. your iPhone. So, um, so what do you guys think of this? Does this look like a good deal? Is this the sort of thing that people will want? I mean, does they've been onesie twosieing us for a long time? So yeah. this is kind of puts it all under one bundle. I'm paying half that for just Disney Plus, right? So you know. It's a. I mean, it's not a bad deal. Like you're, yeah. you're talking about two terabytes of storage, which is something that it's not to sneeze at. Two terabytes of storage is a lot. You're yes. not gonna you're not gonna burn through that real fast. Access to all the music you want. Uh, their I, I, their TV Plus really hasn't sold me yet, but that's right. not to say that the other stuff isn't worth it. And then having having the TV Plus on top of it would be great. But yeah, I mean, it's not. It's really not a bad deal at all. I mean, I think especially the family plan is the one I was looking at because all I have to do is cancel my Amazon music and then sign up for that. And I'm still paying less than I am doing that and iCloud on its own. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like if I look at competing services, like if I get ten, uh, two terabytes from Dropbox, that's at least 10 bucks a month. And then what is uh, Spotify's let's see, Spotify family is six people. And let's see, what's that? I'm trying to see. They don't make it. They don't. They don't make it easy to find I out what it, it actually like is. What's that? Last I looked, it was like 15, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably 15. Probably about the same. Yeah, so uh, same amount of money. Apple TV Plus, like there's a few things I like. I've like, I like For All Mankind on there. I like Ted Lasso. That's been, that's actually been really good, I have to say. Uh, uh, and then um, what was the, the video game one? Raven's Quest, My- Mythic Quest. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's really funny, I have to say. Uh, the, between those three and Greyhound, that's about all I've watched on Apple TV Plus that mm. this past year. Maybe it'll start getting better. Who knows? But if it's part of the bundle, I'll take it. And then Apple yeah. Arcade, the, the the kids have the the games there. It's great because you, there's zero cost to try a game, you know, and there's no mm-hmm. in game purchasing. Oh, that's so right. much better. There's no freemium model. And you still have the vetted, uh, the vetted environment of Apple uh, yes. games, which is which is really important. I think that's that's that is not something to let just kind of slide because they do a really good job of vetting. Yes, the the apps that come through, they're, especially the arcade. They're all really good games in arcade. I mean, some of them aren't to my taste, but they're you got you can't deny that they're pretty much all really well made, well done, and they're not shovelware. Where it's just mm-hmm. like we're copying, it's a bad copy of Angry Birds or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just a, another really stupid, you know, game that's just designed to get you to download it so you, they show you the ads. Like there's there's nothing like yeah. that in there. All right, so uh, I think we all agree that the Apple One, if you're an Apple family and you're in all the Apple services, it's a probably it's a it's a good deal. And 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 if you are an Apple user who's using other services like Amazon or Spotify or Dropbox or what these other things, maybe this is enough to bring, to bring you in. I am not canceling Disney plus though. 
<laughs> no, no, no. All right, yeah, don't. But well, see, this is this is the era that we've been talking about, right? Where you you don't have to pay for the cable service anymore. You pay for the channels that you want. So it's Netflix, right. Disney Plus, and Apple TV now. And <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, and I'll be honest with you though, like my wife has my wife has an older generation uh, phone, and she has been butting up against the the cloud device limit for long enough that fifteen bucks for getting iCloud Music, TV Plus, and Arcade Plus. And 50 gigs for her to stop having the problems that she's having with her phone yeah. is is really not <laughs> not even in not even in the bounds of unfeasible. You know? That's right. like a, that's something I can take to her and say, hey, for 15 bucks a month, we can get all of this stuff. You want to do it? And she'll be like, oh, yeah, definitely. Fifteen dollars <laughs> to make my wife happy. I'll pay that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, um, yeah, you, you can take my Disney Plus and, and my new Baby Yoda show. Uh, <laughs> from my cool dead hands. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> All right. We'll so, that. so that's the announcements. Anything else? I w- I mentioned the Fitness Plus. It works with your Apple Watch. Shows the your workout on screen on your iPad or iPhone or Apple TV. And they have trainers, and they have uh, and it, you know, the whole family gets to do it. If you have the the Premier or family plans. It works with Apple Music so that you'll play. You can do your exercises to whatever music you choose, whatever genre. Um, you can do your yoga to country music if you like De- death metal yoga. <laughs> the uh, but um, I mean I I this this probably very in- attractive to 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 certain, some people. It's just it's just not in my my wheelhouse at the moment. All right. I think, is there anything else we need to say about the Apple announcement? No, Look, so. Looking forward to the next one. We'll see what they got for phones. The The last bit that they, they mentioned was that uh, today they've released, the, as we record this, this is the day after the announcement, iOS 14, iPad OS 14, Watch OS 7, TV OS 14. No big sir for the Mac. That's that's on hold probably till the Apple Apple Silicon announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that came out today. Um, I was running the iPad OS 14 beta all summer, and uh, so that's nothing real new there for me. Uh, I did install the iOS 14 on my iPhone like an hour. It finally dropped to like an hour before we started recording, but so it's finally on there. It does something that I've wanted iPhones to do for forever, which is you can now use the YouTube app while you're using other apps and keep the uh, video playing. Uh, That's yes. like the number one thing I was so excited jealous. about. <laughs> <laughs> and I can put widgets on my home screen. <laughs> See, Android used to do the YouTube thing and then they stopped. And I'm like, oh, why? They did? Why? <laughs> Google, you own it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Make this work. <laughs> uh, yes, that is, it's, it is really cool. The, like, the, 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 couple of, the, the thing with these big, uh, upgrades is there's all these new features and I'm and I have to I have to admit it seems very exciting when they announce it but then integrating like actually using that on a day-to-day basis yeah. is mm. I got it like you remember I've got a post-it notes like old school post-it notes on your phone remember yeah. to <laughs> remember to do this thing like you have to kind of start doing it on purpose and intentionally in order to make it part of your daily life and that's that's the trick the Apple Translate app works really well. I I checked it. It, mm-hmm. it was yeah, very impressive. Nice. Um, the uh, what was the other thing I was going to mention? The the widgets. I did the widgets. Um, I've turned off a couple of app pages of apps on my phone so that I don't have to look at them. All these folders. I can just go to the app library and search, which is what I do anyway. I always just search for right. the apps anyway. <laughs> Um, so it's it's very interesting uh, to see. I may do like I may have an experiment where I have an all widget home screen, hmm. 
We'll see. Ah. I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that some of these developers will make widgets of their own for the home screen. There's just right now it's just Apple widgets that you can put on your home screen. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll have to see. All right. Enough about that. Let's move on. Welcome to the world of widgets. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's move on to our uh, other headlines this week and uh, talk about this one. The first one, uh, NVIDIA is acquiring ARM for $40 billion. And they say it's all about the AI. So, Thomas, <laughs> what's your take on this? Because I know you're dying to talk about this. Oh, man, this. yeah, I'm dying to talk about this. <laughs> Uh, so I, 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 you know, NVIDIA just announced their new graphics card the other day. And the first thing I had to say to one of my buddies who was super excited about it was, oh, so it's like a like a Bitcoin miner plus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because honestly, that is uh, and everybody dances around this subject when they talk about NVIDIA. But really, that's what has made NVIDIA so much money is the fact that you can string together a whole bunch of their GPUs and just mine Bitcoins until kingdom come. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's. And the thing that I like that they're talking about here is that they're talking about this acquisition as being environmentally friendly because it's going to allow them to optimize the ARM chips for lower uh, electricity use. So mm. they're going to be able to do all this stuff that they're doing, all these super high crunch um, uh, calculations, but they're going to be able to do it and use less electricity and that that is phenomenal that's really something that i think is is going to be good and i know the ai is like you know super awesome right now yeah. but honestly the, the thing that's really going to win here is the fact that they're going to be able to make these lower uh lower energy requiring devices so they're not going to have six fans and a briefcase size yeah <laughs> gpu coming that's gonna, out. yeah it's going to be see uh be cool to see what they can do in the coming years now that they've eliminated having to communicate as separate companies Mm-hmm. So one of the things I think it's important to convey is is that if you're if you're over the age of about thirty five or forty, you have an idea and you and you've been aware of technology or computers for a while. You have an idea of what makes a computer. A computer is the CPU, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not as true anymore, right? I mean, a CPU right. is still important, but and a GPU is not is like the graphics card. Is it really just a graphics card anymore either? The these GPUs do a whole lot more than graphics. And then you have all these specialty chips that are on boards now. And I mean, this is what Apple has been talking about. We've talked about Apple still. But, you know, they're, they're sp- all these specialty chips that have let them do like neural engine and all these other mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so this is really a merger of, 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 of a CPU company and a GPU company who were both kind of in the same realm, right? Uh, it's kind of hard for me to, to put that together. More or, or less. Of, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the the best way to think about ARM is that they're like a blueprint company more than a more than actually producing chips. They made the design okay. for chips for other companies, and so they would they would put together like, okay, here's how you make this particular chip that's going because and this is to roll it way back. Remember that all that a CPU is is a series of circuits, and it's made on a very 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 tiny scale. And if, if you guys who are listening, if you don't know this, uh, the only difference between a good CPU and a bad CPU. So if you get an Intel uh, uh, processor, the only difference between a really high gigahertz processor and a lower gigahertz processor is how good it was when it came off the line. Right. So literally, it's this, the exact same thing. It's just that this one was perfect and it's really fast. And this one was eh, maybe a little bit not so perfect, but, you know, it gets this benchmark uh, rating. 
uh, so what what ARM did, did was design those chips so that they could get that super high uh, speed without having as many flaws when they would come off the off the line. And they've really reached a bottom end on uh, on those because there's there's only so small you can make something before the gap between the, the circuitry is too small to actually pass an electric current without jumping from one to the other. And right. so arms getting down to that very, very low level, which is why quantum computing is the, you know, the next big thing. But NVIDIA is a company that uses those uh, series of those uh, GP, or CPUs, the, the, the chips that ARM designs, in very, very creative ways. And so it's a really interesting thing to see that NVIDIA has kind of gone back and bought the, the blueprint portion of its hardware uh, mm. components. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what companies like Apple and Samsung and Microsoft do because a lot of them, for their mobile devices, they use ARM architecture. And mm-hmm. now that ARM is owned by a competitor, basically, well, it's interesting to see if they move in a different direction. Apple is also not just mobile now. I mean, they're the, the Apple Silicon is based on ARM architecture, too. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. The, the new Macs. So... But they so they license the technology, but they're they're not using chips designed by ARM in that case. I think both Samsung and Apple are designing the their own chips in house right. based on the ARM architecture that they've their ARM technology that they've licensed. Mm-hmm. So uh, the question is, is, well, how long do those licenses last, right. uh, and what are the agreements that they've negotiated? So. Well, and then and then who do they turn to other than that? Because ARM really is the main research uh, driver for for right. chips and for for making those smaller. You know, if you if you are a materials person, that's kind of where you know if you if you want to do chips and you want and you want, you're a materials scientist, you, ARM's the big dog. Yeah. Uh, and then the other interesting thing is like you know they, they talk a little bit in the article about the fact that this is a British company that's been acquired by a not British company and what that's going to mean for you know, the global acquisition of this uh, whole system moving forward. Although, wasn't ARM owned by SoftBank previously? Yeah, it was. So, and SoftBank, is that a British British company? It's like, it's a whole, it's a giant holding company. Yeah. Um, but let's see, I don't, I think SoftBank was Japanese already. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But no, you're right. That's not, that's not as bad. Yeah. So, ARM... Arm is a is was still semi independent as a part of the conglomerate called SoftBank, but it was a still a British company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the question is, as now as part of Oracle, does it retain its independence or does it get subsumed inside it and become part of Nvidia, an American company? So that's mm-hmm. a uh, interesting question. So we'll see. The remains to be seen. Well, there should be some interesting things coming out of that. Like you said, mm-hmm. well, I will be looking forward to seeing what. NVIDIA comes up with based on this in coming years. It'll be years, but in the future. All right, let's talk about this other one, which is another big uh, tech story. Oracle has, quote unquote, bought, acquired, sort done something with TikTok. (laughs) Giving them a thumbs up, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they they are. Technically, they are now a trusted tech partner of TikTok's U.S. operations, which is effectively no change from the way the company operates as it is. But yet, for some reason, this will satisfy the Trump administration's uh, order that the 
Chinese parent company Bite Down, Bite Down, Bite Dance, uh, spin off or get rid of the the American operations and as independent from them because they're a Chinese company. So, what do you think of this? What's going on here? Is this just smoke and mirrors? More or less, it seems like it. Yeah, they didn't even really announce any sort of details as to what this partnership really mm-hmm. entails, other than they're going to be hosting. But they don't even go into details about what they're going to be hosting. I love Microsoft's response. Oh, it's awesome. We would have done these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to seeing what Oracle is going to do. <laughs> right? it's like, yeah, it's very oh, okay. snarky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, um, I don't know. Oracle doesn't have a good history with acquiring things, though, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, you know, uh, Java was very much, they were supposed to maintain Java as an open system, and they closed it down yeah. hard. Yeah. Now, what does that say about TikTok, I don't know. Uh, you know, I think the whole the whole idea was that we wanted more transparency in what TikTok was doing and where the data was going. And now a company that's notorious for closing down uh, code is partnering with them. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of politics are involved. Larry Ellison's politics mm-hmm. are part of this. Yeah. I guess TikTok or Java is used in a lot of government applications and so Oracle has a relationship with the US government so they can kind of be like hey we think it's okay and so that'll be good enough for them I guess. Yeah. But if they've a social network it's something that they haven't done before. Yeah. And and again, they're not you know TikTok is still being run by the same people and still has the same relationships with all these other variants and the as the as the Verge article says they're still the same as Korean TikTok and Nigerian TikTok and, you know, all the other TikToks around the world. So it's just getting an extra babysitter, it says. Yeah. Yeah. Which is accurate. I, I think that it's that's kind of what's going on is that we just have a new a new player kind of standing in between it. Yeah. So the, I don't know. Yeah. The king is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> Long live the king. Yep. <laughs> I'm still not going to install TikTok on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> All right. So our next headline is from about Amazon. Let's go through all the big companies. So this is interesting. CNN has done a some investigative reporting on Amazon Basic. So if you if you shop at Amazon at all, you know that Amazon has its own line of sort of generic products. You know, the house brand is Amazon Basic. From everything from toilet seat covers to uh, computer monitors, like everything, appliances even. And what they found, CNN found, was that dozens of Amazon basic products have been reported as dangerous. Uh, the headline says melting, exploding, or even bursting into flames, and a lot of them are still being sold. I mean... Amazon has had a huge problem, especially lately, with their supply chain. Um, so this honestly doesn't surprise me. I think these things are just their no-name cheapo product sourced from wherever, and then they just slap an Amazon logo on them. But they've even had this issue with like things like toothpaste, where you get like a big bulk box, and they just put it all in that same box. And then so if you buy like Colgate toothpaste off of Amazon, they're just pulling it out of a big bin from whatever seller, and then you don't know if you're getting a counterfeit or not. And so they've had right. this problem with product beyond electronics. So it doesn't really surprise me that they're having the same thing going on with their Amazon Basics electronics. Right. Oh, it surprises me less, actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. you know, knowing that, I mean, electronics is not, not something that you can just 
I mean, we we have history of it pretty, being produced cheap, but still. Well, and that, <laughs> yeah. the, the thing to, to keep in mind is, is these, like, say, let's talk about the, like, the, the phone charging cords. They're probably no worse than the phone charging cords that you can buy at your local uh, convenience mart, you mm. know, CVS in front of the checkout counter, that right. sort of thing. They're cheap. The dollar they're, store. You can buy them at the dollar store. <laughs> right. They're cheaply made. They're 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 probably the same exact cords being made in the same exact factory and the same exact non-standards. So I'm not surprised with that. You you get what you pay for with certain products. Right. I guess the main thing is just you see the name Amazon, so you're gonna trust it more, and that's what they're going for. Mm. I think so. I've done that. I said, you know, I don't know what these Foreign names are just names that just are like these bizarre combinations of letters that are random. And and I'm like, but I know what Amazon is. So I'm yeah. going to buy the Amazon mm-hmm. one. I've done it. I, I mean, as much as I think I'm a smart consumer, but when it comes to a cord, it's like a cable. You know, it's, uh, yeah. I'll just buy this cable. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Anchor cables. I, I'm buying name brand. <laughs> they're less expensive. They're good quality. Yeah. I got one of their Bluetooth speakers, the Amazon Basics ones, a while ago, and it worked for like six months and then it just died. Right. So it never caught on fire, but great. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you know. That song is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the, I mean, a microwave oven bursting into flames, you know, some of those videos or people talking about plugging stuff into their car and it catching on fire in a car filling with smoke while they're driving. Like, I mean, that could be there. There is some merit to buying things American. And, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not huge on the well, everything needs to be American bandwagon. But there are a lot of things that are a lot of safety measures that are put in place in the United States that make things that are made here more expensive. Yes. Yep. But better base quality. Right. This is true. With less fire. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes it's better, you're better off paying a little more for something that has a name that you trust and that's been tested by independent, you know, UL labs and consumer reports and others. Like the ones that really scare me are the surge protectors. And in fact, even Mm. even name brand surge protectors, I get I replace those every three to five years. Like if Mm. if I I have any problem with it, you're out of here. Like it's just. Uh, you know, I just don't trust them. Um, there's two, like if, if one kid just goes wrong, overheats and start catches on fire in the middle of the night, it goes to house. So like there's certain things that I'm willing to pay a little more for in order to be, feel better about it. And like, I'm not going to buy an Amazon basic surge protector or, yeah, no, uh, you know, or hardly anything anymore. I mean, I'll, I'll buy Amazon basics. Not toothpaste because you put that in your mouth, but you know, not toothpaste anymore, right? <laughs> but you know, towels or something. I'm not gonna, you know, if if it's their cheap towels, they're cheap towels. But I'm not gonna buy anything that is potentially dangerous with the, that has electricity that flows through it. Let's put it that way, right? Yeah. Um, it or even like batteries, like they have like yeah. Amazon Basics, like double A mm-hmm. batteries. I wouldn't buy those either. Well, a few weeks ago, and I'm gonna, so I have to retract a pick. I did. I think I think I mentioned an Amazon Basics. UPS, that was the uninterruptible power supply uh, that was th- that I saw on the on the site. Uh, I think Pat had picked um, APC, and I meant, oh, Amazon Basics has one, too. It's a little less expensive. I- I'm retracting that. <laughs> don't mm. buy. I don't think you should buy that. Uh, I, in fact, purchased an APC uninterruptible uh, yeah, power say, supply. APC, that's a, yes, that yeah. is a 
good name to go with. <laughs> yeah. When I was filling out the registration, I said, where did you hear about us? I'm like, I, it's been so long. I couldn't tell you. You have a long <laughs> reputation as a good quality product. I'll give another recommendation for him. We we get hit by lightning where the the school that I'm at, we get hit by lightning all the time. Every weekend, almost every weekend, we're hit yeah. by lightning. Wow. And we have ABCs and they last for a good while and they save our equipment more than more times than I can count. So. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I decided. Yeah. Well, one of the things we have problems with here is. In the winter, I sometimes run a, a space heater in my office here with all my computer equipment because this office is just the heaters on the other side. Anyway, we're I'm on the same circuit uh, here in this office as our washer. And when it goes into the spin cycle and the heaters on at the same time, mm. <laughs> it, everything goes off. And <laughs> it's happened often enough where I have a uh, we have a system where I put a sign on the when, I, when the heater is on, I put a sign on the washer, turn off the heater, you know, b- before turning on the washer. <laughs> anyway, I've, I've, but it's happened often enough where I've gotten a UPS so that I can safely shut down my computer. So if I'm in the middle of an edit or, I mean, if I'm in the middle of a podcast, that's, I mean, that does, there's too much equipment and I would lose too much stuff to even keep going. But, um, at least because you still got to shut down. It doesn't last forever. I couldn't finish out the podcast. So, but anyway. It would give me time to shut down my computer safely and not lose anything and not cause too much trouble. A UPS is a really good idea, folks. Um, all right, let's uh, let's wrap let's wrap up the headlines there and uh, let's move on to our picks of the week. Jack, what's your pick this week? So, keeping with the Apple theme uh, from the top of the show, I'm going to say that if you're looking at buying an Apple product but you don't necessarily care about getting the brand new latest thing, you can always go through the certified refurbished page on Apple yes. and you can save like 200 to $500 sometimes depending on what it is. That's honestly the only way I've ever bought an Apple product. Yes. And they vet them and it's like new, you don't get it in the new box, but you get all the cables and you used to get the charger, I guess not anymore, but <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> so, and I've never had an issue with that. You could go, you could, if you went there right now, you could get an, uh, re, they say refurbed. These are essentially factory new. And in fact, yeah. they might be better than factory new because they've been gone over by a technician. <laughs> You know, they've been returned and a technician has sat down and individually gone through this thing to make sure it works great. And it comes with Apple Care. But like you could go there right now and get an iPhone XS 256 gig for $829, unlocked, save 220 bucks. Or get an iPad, save 80 bucks. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's you know, an iPad Pro, save 240 bucks. So it's really, it's a good deal. So the the way to find it is, I'll put a link in the show notes, but the easiest way is go to apple.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and under the Apple Store column at the at the base of the page, you'll see refurbished and clearance. It, it won't have everything. You'll have to sometimes maybe pay, you know, come back w- w- once in a while to find that if you're looking for something in particular. That's a good thing. They've got pick. a lot on there, so it's nice. Yeah. And as long as you don't want the most recent device, you're usually good. Although if you wait, like if they make an announcement and they when they ship, if you wait like a month or two after they started shipping, they start to show up there again. So yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, all right, great, excellent pick, Thomas. What's your pick this week? Uh, so my pick this week is a website that's pretty useful if you have if you have kids that are interested in science or if you are interested in science but don't have the time to wade through a whole bunch of uh, 
uh, really dense papers about it. You see something on the news and you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, it's called LiveScience.com and it, it reads at about a ninth grade level. So you're talking about a, a you know newspaper uh, USA Today style reading. So it's not really dense reading. But it kind of breaks down the headlines. Uh, sometimes they get a little, you know, uh, clickbaity with the titles, but they're they're really not bad. They're mm. not like not like obscenely clickbaity or anything like that. Um, but they do they do a really good job of um, kind of just boiling it down to a one page review of what the important points are. And uh, you can go through you know whatever type of science you're interested in, uh, biology, uh, astronomy, whatever. And just grab a, a headline from there, and it's been condensed down to kind of a Cliff's Notes version that's worth reading just to know about and be able to go and see more if you want to, but just to get the the idea of what was going on. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'm looking at it now. I've seen it. Uh, in fact, uh, Jimmy Aiken has used some of those headlines for uh, mysterious headlines on his show. Um, it's a good, yeah, it's a good, reliable, quality website. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely use that one a lot. Excellent. Uh, well, my pick this week is an app uh, for iPhone or Android from Amazon called Rapid Ring. Now, if you are a Ring owner, you have a Ring doorbell or Ring cameras, one of the things you've noticed is when you get the notification, uh, one of the the annoyances is that when you, you hit the button, show me, what's, show me the person at the front door, show me what's going on in the backyard, it takes forever for the app to launch <laughs> and to show actually show you what's going on. And very often, like the person is gone by the time it comes up. It's like, ah, uh, that's really annoying. So what they've done is they've come up with an app called Rapid Ring, and all it does is show the the video feed um, the of, from the camera. See, the, the main app has to provide all kinds of functionality, uh, help, has to help you, you know, uh, configure the system and can do all these controls and your account and all this other stuff that is going on in the background. So they've come up with this app that, that does just the one thing and does it faster. And it is faster. It's actually, it's actually really good. It's not perfect but that might be just a function of my wi-fi network or something like that uh it's really it's been it's been i've liked it it's been much better uh experience since i've gotten it so um rapid ring i'll put a link in the show notes it's on it's on the uh, various app stores so check it out all right i think that should do it for us uh we do want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of technology including chucks e Anthony V, Maria F, Bernard F, and Peter V. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of technology and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And so that's it from us. What did you think of our discussion? You can let us know by commenting on the show at sqpn.com slash technology or the SQPN Facebook page, facebook.com slash StarQuestMedia, or send an email to technology at sqpn.com. And I'll put links to all, from all of our discussion and our picks of the week on our show notes at sqpn.com. Hey, if you could do me a big favor, we haven't gotten a review in Apple Podcasts in a while. Uh, we've gotten some really nice ones, but uh, if you could go as soon as you can to Apple Podcasts, maybe go right now if you get a minute, 
or one of the other podcast directories, wherever you get your podcast from, and write a review. Reviews are the number one way that our podcasts get in front of people on the podcast directories. Uh, the only better way of spreading the news about a podcast is to share it directly with friends. Help us grow this community. We've I've been so gratified hearing the very nice things I've been hearing from listeners who just want to say, hey, you know, I enjoyed your podcast. It was helpful. It gave me some good information. It made a difference in my life. Help us continue to, to do that by sharing the podcast. So until next time, Thomas Sinerho, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of technology. It's been great. Jack Barazzini, thank you as well. Thanks, Tom. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the secrets of technology on StarQuest. <laughs>